I have a problem, like a serious, serious problem, and it is my screen time. Mm, it has gotten too high, and it's honestly disturbing. It's disturbing how high my screen time is, and I make excuses for it. I really do, and it stops. It stops this week because I don't like that. I don't like how I have no boundaries when it comes to digital life. I just don't. So we're going to be talking about 10 tips for digital boundaries and just trying to enhance our well-being with this, okay? Because earlier this month, I looked at my screen time reports and I was like, this is disgusting. I hate this so much and we need to make a change. We need to make a change yesterday. And then I drew, like literally dove off the deep end of trying to figure out what I can do to make this better. And I researched and researched. I did literally all of the things of like reading reports and reading like actual like scientific materials on digital well-being. And this is such a new topic. Like this is so new. Like when you think about the fact that we have all been drinking water for thousands upon thousands of years, but no one like this digital era has only really entered the chat within the last like 20 years. And we don't know how to have boundaries with it because we're, it's, it's so new, but it's so addicting. Okay. So anyways, we're going to get into all this. All that being said, we're going to get into this. Just, just hold on. I have my drink with me today and it is ice water. Um, it's freezing cold outside, but it's okay. It's still going to be ice water. Um, that's one thing about me. It doesn't matter the temperature. Like, lukewarm water is just so disturbing to me for some reason. Like, I, I want it iced. Um, stat. <laughs> it makes me think of Sharpay from High School Musical. Um, I feel like she says something about ice in her water stat. Anyways, whatever. I've been in my little hustle era over here. Um, it's been a lot. And this eight-week challenge or this eight-week reset that we're doing so stinking fun and I've been like loving just getting to communicate with you guys so much um on social media and talk about this and see what you guys have been up to and seriously it's so sweet like you guys reaching out and just saying like hey like this is what I'm doing for my eight-week challenge and I love you freaking love you guys so but with that being said <laughs> my screen time is so bad and it's exhausting me um I think that well, there's a, there's a lot of things that I think. <laughs> First of all, it's cold. And we're kind of in that romanticized era of the holidays where, yes, there's magic that comes like Christmas season and I, I love it. And, you know, we're going to have our holiday episode and it's going to be so fun. And, and it's beautiful. But at the same time, sometimes when we hype things up and romanticize like an entire month like we do for Christmas um, and it doesn't feel as magical as it did when we were children or as magical as the movies make it look or as TikTok freaking makes it look with all these people who uh, live in their penthouses with their 13,000 foot tree. It's challenging to not want to partake in escapism and I think that's why a lot of us are probably dealing with high screen times right now because one, temperature is freaking cold. We don't want to be outside as much. Um, but two, we're dealing with this trying to balance reality with what we feel 
should be happening, especially during the holidays, especially during the holidays. And that can be really hard. That can be really hard because all year round, we build it up. Like even in like February, we're already thinking about like, oh, I just hit my mic. Sorry. I miss Christmas. Like I miss Christmas so much. And and that's what we're like thinking about. But when it's here, we're usually thinking about something else. Like it, it just doesn't always click. And when it does, the days that it does, let's say you make a gingerbread house and you have so much fun and you're with all your friends and family and it's beautiful. You have this expectation that the entire month of December is supposed to be like that. And when it's not, and it's only really a matter of hours altogether, I don't know. It's hard for me to cope with that sometimes. And so it's fun to watch everyone else's magical Christmases play out on TikTok. Just like you love a good Hallmark movie, except now I'm watching 30 bajillion Hallmark movies or these little like cute clips on TikTok. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's just a lot. So I feel like there's this element of escapism. And then I do want to say this. I work from my phone. I do. So I use that as an excuse often. I, you know, I have to be on there all the time for what I do with content and as a, you know, creator on there, but then also as a influencer coordinator for a uh, company. So I often, I can easily explain away why, oh guys, I'm just going to admit it. I'm not kidding. My screen time is sometimes at like eight hours a day. That's disgusting disgusting but then I go okay well I had to record my morning vlog and that means pretty much all morning while I was doing everything I had my phone open and it was recording and okay well you know then I listen to my podcasts and stuff and well I don't know if podcasts count as screen time I I don't think they do if your screen's off and then I get in and then I'm like well then I had to do you know my work for mini social and I had to find all my influencers and so I had to just scroll Instagram then and, and then I needed a break so then I had to go scroll TikTok and then I needed to answer emails and it was just easier to do from my phone than my computer. So I just answered from my phone. <sighs> yeah, it's stinking hard. It's, it's really hard because it's so easy to, to just sweep it under a rug and say, oh, that's why. Or, oh, I wanted to avoid these people. Or, oh, I had a doctor's appointment and I was sitting in the waiting room for 45 minutes. So of course I have, you know, higher screen time. And it's just a lot. And it's not healthy. It like, Physically, it's not healthy because of your eyes and your posture and all of that. But like mentally, to consume that much information at that high rate and to watch other people live their lives at such a intense pace, mm, not healthy. And recently I heard someone, I forget who it was, I was listening, I was listening to a podcast and they said um, they were talking about something totally different of, about creative process. And they said that what drains them of being creative so often is when they go to social media looking for inspiration, but they weren't in the correct headspace. So like they physically have to get themselves like in a headspace of like, okay, am I, am I mentally stable enough right now to consume content of other people's lives? Or am I maybe going through something in my own life or am I maybe too tired right now to consume this content from other people and not have the ability to either take it as what it is, which is creative inspiration, or not be 
influenced by things that I don't need to be influenced by. And that just kind of hit home because I was like, I don't worry about what kind of headspace I'm in when I go on social media. In fact, usually I go on social media when I'm at the poorest headspace of the day because I'm tired and exhausted. I feel like I just need to escape a little bit. I just, I need to unwind. There's a time and place for that. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I love a good rotting session. I love a good rotting session where I sit on the couch for two hours with a movie in the background, my favorite snack, and I'm allowing myself to doom scroll. I'm calling it doom scrolling when you just get sucked into the vortex. But truthfully, what happens is the doom scrolling happens every day then. <laughs> every day. It's it's not a, a limited portion of your week or of your routine. It's consistent. So I've been feeling real down about this. I've been feeling real down about this and I kind of hate it for myself. So I was like, okay, we're going to, we're going to put a stop to this and we're going to get better. And it's been about a week of me trying to get better at this. And let me tell you, it's, it's working. It's working. So I figured, let me share my research with you guys and we can do this together. Okay. So I kind of wrote down 10 like little tips. Some are bigger than others. Some are a little bit more well thought out than others where there's a few on here where it's just like, okay, that was like a good fact. (laughs) All right. So first one, I feel like you kind of have to know why you're doing what you're doing, right? Not to be all psychoanalysis, whatever, but truthfully, you have to know why you're choosing to spend that amount of time on your phone. So like I said, this isn't to make excuses, but it's to simply just learn about your behavior and why you're doing it, okay? So if you are doing it for escapism, like let's say you've had a really hard day and you feel like you just need to unwind a little bit and you choose to scroll on TikTok for two hours and you rationalize it away by saying, you know what? I could either watch a movie or I could scroll TikTok for two hours, virtually the same thing. Except it's not, and we'll get into that in a minute. But what, why are you doing it? You know what I mean? And then also what, ha- what like apps are causing this or what habits are causing this really badly? So for me, like I can look at this and I know that when I don't wake up and go straight into my Bible study in the morning and I look at my phone, I usually will doom scroll for like, I'm not even kidding, like an hour. Like I'll just sit there and the next thing I know an hour went by. And I hate that. Like this is my life. This is my life. And I don't know what happened to the last hour because I was so busy watching other people live their lives. What? What? No. So I, I know that that habit triggers it, okay? If I, if I wake up and don't jump into doing something like a Bible study, I know I'm going to doom scroll. So just just being aware of these triggers and being aware of why I'm doing what I'm doing, okay? So that's number one, very important. I would say probably the most important thing we're going to say today. And I also think you can look at what like apps themselves are doing. So like for me, anytime I open YouTube, I post on YouTube, obviously for the podcast. I have no interest of staying on YouTube. <laughs> I really don't. I don't enjoy the content. I don't enjoy long form content as much as I do short term um, or short form. And I also don't like the like the YouTube shorts as much. I just I find them a lot less interesting, usually because it feels like to me a lot of just children lip syncing. Um, And I, I, I don't like that. 
So anyways, I know that YouTube is not going to be a problem for me, but Instagram, my gosh, huge, huge problem for me. I am on it all the time. So once we identify the root, I feel like it's a lot easier to step back and replace the habit then. Um, and using the atomic habit loop, um, this can be even better. Okay. So we've realized what the habit is. It's doom scrolling and you've realized the trigger. It's either wanting to unwind or it's, you know, not hitting your other cues and other routines, whatever, whatever the trigger is. And you then get to step into the process of creating a new routine. Okay. Um, and so this can be if, okay, let's say it's unwinding. Cause I feel like this happens to me a lot is I'm like, okay, I just need to unwind. So I'm just going to scroll for like 15 minutes, blah, blah, blah. Um, what else can you do to unwind? Like, does it have to be scrolling on social media and consuming content or are there other things that help you relax? So could you maybe read a book instead? Could you maybe, you know, call someone and have a conversation with them to, you know, kind of de-stress about the day or talk to your partner? Or could you go cook a meal? You know what I mean? Something that's just kind of like peaceful and relaxing if you don't put pressure on it. Um, I don't know. It's important. But also at the same time, these social media apps are fun. So you don't want to necessarily completely give up scrolling altogether because there are creative elements to it. You can learn a lot of things. It's just the doom scrolling that we're really trying to prevent. So why are you doom scrolling? What causes it? And then what can you replace it with? You know, Um, I also think like one of the reasons why we do this a lot is to fill like the white space. Um, so I came up with this. I actually don't know if this is original to me, but I came up with it. So if it's out there, I also thought of this, (laughs) but anyway, so white space, um, like for design for marketing is like all of the space that doesn't have like text on it or images on it. It's just like plain around it. Um, and it's really important in design, like really, really important because it allows you to focus more on what is actually being said in the text, um, versus feeling crowded or whatever. So the white space of life to me are those little pauses. Okay. So I'm going to give you a few. I'm waiting in the lobby at like a doctor's appointment. It's white space. You can't really do a whole lot. It's not really like you're not in a setting to like get things done. You're not necessarily hanging out with friends or being intentional about it, but it's, it has to happen. Um, going to the bathroom, just going to be so real with you guys. That's like freaking white space to me. Um, and then also like little things like maybe just the pauses in like an elevator or in a store while you're walking around and you're not necessarily shopping, but you're like looking to me, that's like white space because you could pull out your phone and start scrolling. Like truthfully, like picture a mall on an escalator. You could start scrolling, but you shouldn't. And so for me, (laughs) I've been working really intentionally to not fill the white spaces with my phone. So if I'm at a doctor's appointment, Um, I'm going to try really hard to sit there and take in my surroundings and maybe talk to someone. And if I can't do that, I'm not going to start scrolling. Maybe I'll try to get some emails done or something like that. Okay. It just, I don't know. There's something about filling the white space with scrolling that feels so disconnected to me. And I was doing that all the time. Like literally anytime I had a pause in my day, I was like, oh, scroll. And then I wondered why my freaking screen time was at like eight hours. So getting better at filling, not filling the white space. Okay. All right. Now the next tip, this is, we're getting into like my extreme tips. Like these are like tips, tips. (laughs) Okay. Next grayscale mode. Okay. 
Um, what this means is that your phone will be in gray tones. I actually learned about this from my friend a couple years ago. Um, and she did this with her phone. Um, she would put it in grayscale so you can go into settings and display and it basically take the picture and turn it into grayscale. So it's all black and white. You're basically looking at a black and white phone and this helps your brain not feel as enticed by what it's seeing because the colors aren't there. And I love this idea so much um, because it makes it less addicting. I personally don't do this because um, <laughs> kind of a big portion of my work on social media is the color tones of what I do. I do a lot of like really pretty neutrals and um, I keep everything kind of in a similar uh, space on the color scheme. So I can't turn my colors off. But I do think that this is a really good idea if you don't work on social media. And you don't necessarily have to have that um, because it just it helps things not look so romanticized. It helps things not look so sparkly um, on your phone and keeps everything a little bit more real. And then you're more excited to be looking at colors in real life. OK, um, you guys know I will preach this till the day I die. Do not disturb. I'm big on do not disturb. I literally love it so much. Um, so much so that I actually don't have notifications for any apps besides phone calls, texts, and emergency emails. So you have to mark it urgent. Um, I, I don't get notifications on my phone. And I love this so much. So also, I don't get notifications for any texts outside of coworkers and like immediate family members. Um, because I don't need more reason to pull out my phone. And what happens to me is that when I get notifications, it's like, oh, got to look at my phone, got to check this out. And then I end up staying on my phone. So if I can remove the trigger of feeling my phone vibrate or feeling my phone go off and then pulling it out to look at it and then staying on my phone, I'm going to do that. So I don't have really any notifications ever pop up on my phone. And then I am really, really picky about my do not disturb times um, because I don't want to have to look at my phone when I don't like when I don't have to for work because I already am on there so much. So if you DM me on Instagram and I don't answer, it's because I don't see the notification. I don't get it. So I won't see it until I look at Instagram again. And that goes for literally all of the apps um, that I possibly can. Okay. And kind of similarly, I did this um, when I had a really, really bad addiction to Instagram. Um, this was probably back in like 2020, probably COVID timeframe. Um, I, I mean, Oh gosh, it was like 18 hours a day. I would just sit on Instagram and I, I, oh, it makes me sick to my stomach. It was just so much wasted time. Um, so much like I was with my family and I didn't know it cause I didn't know I was going to get married, um, or meet my husband, but, um, it was kind of like a really sweet season my last time living with my family. And I just look at that time and hate how much I spent of it looking at other people live. Um, so all that being said, I literally deleted all of my social media apps off of my phone and only had them on my laptop. Um, a couple reasons why I think that this is a really, really powerful move. Um, you have to be really intentional, intentional about when you want to post or scroll. And it's kind of crazy because you can't get caught up on it and your phone just kind of becomes a tool again rather than a lifeline. And that's what it ultimately should be. So if I got home and it was, you know, in the evening, I would allow myself to get on my computer and scroll Instagram a little bit, but it wasn't so accessible and removing that accessibility is just so important. And 
yeah, it, it, w- it was really helpful. So deleting apps from your phones and putting them on your computer only is just absolutely freaking amazing. Um, I also love this idea. I heard this from someone um, on another podcast um, where they said that they only allow themselves to scroll on their phones if they're moving on a treadmill. And I think that that's a interesting way to do it. Um, I recently got a walking pad for my office and I was like, you know, I think I'm going to try this because uh, gosh, if that won't keep you on the treadmill or make you want to stop scrolling, you know what I mean? It's kind of like two birds with one stone. You know, it's going to start off fun. It's probably going to make your time on the treadmill move a lot faster. It's going to make your scroll time feel a lot more precious. Um, But at the same time, you're going to want to enhance your longer walks <laughs> in order to stay on TikTok longer. So I, I really appreciate that a lot. I really do. I think that um, if you put that kind of standard for yourself where you're only allowed to scroll for certain times, um, it can be good, but you have to be disciplined about it because it loses that. If you get off the treadmill then and then allow yourself to keep being on your phone, well, then you've just lost the entire purpose. So it no longer has that power or that discipline. So you have to be careful um, to not break that, but it's a good thing to start potentially. Um, I also think setting an alarm for time on your phone is really, really important. Um, So for me, (laughs) okay, so I have screen limits on my phones. They don't necessarily work. I hate how easy it is. Like there are times where I literally like pass it and I don't remember like typing in the code to get more access to my screen time. That, that's disgusting. I hate that so much. That's how addicting it is. Like you, you hear of that, like with other people who have addictions to, you know, alcohol or drugs or other substances. And they're like, I don't even remember like going to the bar. I don't, I don't even remember how I got here, but here I am. And that's kind of similar vibes here. Like I don't remember getting past all the defenses I set up so I don't scroll, but yet here I am. Oh. <sighs> I hate that so much there. I, I, I read about a lot of studies where it said that social media is actually like the same level of addiction as like some extreme hard drugs. And we put people in rehab for that and we tell them to get off and we try to help them um, because we know what the physical and mental consequences are. But for social media, just as addicting, because the consequences don't feel as dire right now, it's it's not as big of a deal to us. And it's just it's just sad because I think we're we're all gonna look back almost like smoking when everyone's like, oh my gosh, smoking's so healthy. Let's put cigarette lighters in all of our cars and all this stuff back in like the fifties. And now we're all like, smoking is so bad. Like we've got to get all these people to stop smoking and all this stuff. And it's like, I wonder if social media will be the same. Where everyone's like, oh, it's community, oh, it's so good. Um, and then in 50 years, we're going to look back and be like, oh my gosh, so much wasted potential sitting behind a screen. Um, that was kind of dark. Sorry. Anyways, um, we're at like number seven right now. No, number eight. Okay. Have phone free zones in your home or your space. This was a game changer for me. Okay. Um, so something that I personally practice is when I'm sitting at the dining room table, no phones. Um, Matt is sometimes tricky with this one I will literally be like okay phones away um because he has like breakfast time and he likes to scroll during breakfast and 
that's fine because usually I don't eat breakfast with him. Um, but having the dining room table set aside for myself and then also our bed, I try really, really hard to keep our bed a phone free zone. Um, there will be times where like cozy Sunday morning or like a world series game is on for baseball where Matt and I will, um, you know, it's like 11 o'clock at night and we'll hang out and just have the world series game on or something. Um, so that does exist, but when I can, I try really hard to make sure that the phone is a, or the bedroom is like a phone free zone, um, for the most part and just sections of your house. And literally I think there's kind of like, um, it could be kind of fun to almost hang up signs. This is something I've been thinking about where like certain rooms are completely phone, phone free, especially as we get to the point where we're going to start having kiddos in our home. Um, just blocking off space for phone free zones seems so incredible to me. Um, okay. Next number nine take full day breaks. Wow. I can't even tell you how important this is. Um, if you're someone who does work on social media, take advantage of the scheduling feature and schedule out some posts and take 24 hours, like 24 freaking hours off of social media. Um, and oh, it feels good. It feels really good. I think it's just a nice reset. Um, I'm going to try really hard to start doing this on a weekly basis. It's uh, originally I wanted it to be part of my Sabbath. But like I said, there's, there is something fun about sitting down and allowing yourself to scroll for a little bit with boundaries. And that's why like I do set an alarm when I when I sit down and I'm like, OK, I'm going to scroll for a little bit. What does this look like? It looks like setting an alarm and saying, OK, when this alarm goes off, I'm out. I need to get off and knowing what I'm going to go do afterwards, right? Because if you're just like, oh, okay, well, I don't have any other plans. Well, I guess I can keep scrolling, but rather being like, okay, I'm going to give myself 15 minutes and then I need to go get this done. Very, very helpful. Um, and then lastly, I let, I say this for last because I don't think it works that well in the long run. Um, but short term wise, if you if you need help, this is good is setting those limits on your apps. Um, so you can do that in your iPhone and you go to like the I don't know if you go to screen time or settings or what, um, but I have it limited. So Instagram and TikTok, I'm only supposed to have 15 minutes a day. And the intention behind that was to just get on and post. Um, but I break through that right now, like gosh, I don't even know how many times a day. And it's so annoying because I, you know, try really hard to set it up so that way I'm doing my scrolling on my laptop or whatever, but it's just hard. It's just really, really hard. And digital boundaries are so important in this new age of just a lot of screens. And not to be someone who says it's bad, like you didn't really hear me say like, delete all your accounts and go off the grid right now. Like, no, you know what I mean? Like there's beauty behind it. There is community in a sense and there is a lot of education and inspiration that you can get on social media but not when you spend hours and hours scrolling that's just truthfully it so i hope these help i hope that you were able to take a few of these and be like okay you know what this might help me um at least for this season and then you can adjust um later on and you know kind of figure out what you need in each and every season and for each and every app and why you're doing what you're doing and all that, all that fun stuff. So all that being said, I hope that you're able to embrace where you are and not necessarily have to look at things through a screen. And I'm just really, really proud of you for trying so hard to 
work on all of these habits and make yourself that much better. And guys, we are in this eight week reset. If you haven't been following around along, um, check out the social media, Bell and Grub. It's tagged in the show notes as always, always will be. And it's just a really, really fun time. And we're just working on ourselves a little bit at a time. Um, and I'm really just so grateful for all of you. I love you all so much.